0: Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe,
1: or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape,
0: this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane.
1: The Navy Federal Credit Union More Rewards American Express card earns members three times the points at supermarkets, food delivery, and gas. Plus, one point on everything else. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information and to apply. All right, got a great show today. We're talking with Air Force veteran Laura Noel, executive business and personal development coach. Laura, before we get to talking about some of the great things you've got in store for us today, I want you to take us back and talk to us us about what you did for 27 years in the Air Force.
0: Uh, well. First and foremost, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here and I'm passionate about sharing this information with people because yes, I did serve for j- like just shy of 28 years. Like later on in that same month it would have been 28, but I You can um, call it 28 you
1: know, if you want. That's okay. Can you I did call most it? Can I call of you did most of the 28th year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so transitioning um, and learning how to transition with grace and joy and ease and flow is something that I'm passionate about sharing. But before I made that leap into entrepreneurship, I served in a, a bunch of different career fields. I I came in as a radar scope operator, so I was in ground mobility radar for about five years I, um, I discovered that you could perform music in the air force. And so I was in tops and blue for a couple of years oh. and then auditioned for the air force band and kind of grew up in the ranks from, uh, staff sergeant, actually senior airmen is when I, uh, cross-trained and, um, up until tech sergeant uh, was in the band. And then I was an honor guard superintendent for all of new England and parts of New York. So um, in charge of, you know, scheduling and doing military funeral honors all in this region. Mm-hmm. I'm back here in new England right now. And then I went, moved to Hawaii. I went back to the band as a, a band manager. I got promoted to E9 chief And then right before I retired, I was the commandant of a um, professional military education school. So we housed Airman Leadership School and the Non-Commissioned Officer Academy. And that's where I uh, completed my career in sunny Hawaii. (laughs)
1: Wow, that's awesome. Now, in that 28 years in the Air Force, were you ever looking left or right as far as like business ideas or entrepreneurial ventures or side things going on? Or was, or after you got out, you discovered the world of entrepreneurship?
0: You know, I dabbled in a little bit of network marketing, but you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, didn't we all?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Right. But I couldn't really do it in the military. It's like, who do I know out in the community? You know, you just didn't want to talking to people when I was progressing through the ranks, you, I couldn't talk to that many people, but I was always on the hunt for, you know, what am I passionate about? How am I meant to serve? And a part of that was getting my advanced degrees and collecting certifications and on all of those things. And I, I found every time I would get a degree, I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? You know, education is important. It's a big part of who I am. I love it. You need the requisite skills to do the things you want to do, but at that time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So yes, I was dabbling. I was, you know, trying to figure it out daydream. What does life look like after the military? But then I thought, gosh, my retirement seems so far off in the distance. And it wasn't until I realized I had three years where I had would have to retire that I started to really get a little bit panicky about it. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? What do, what do yeah. I want to be when I grow up?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so what was your transition like out of the military? Were you looking to start your own business or are you just looking for, for a job to land on?
0: I was open to either. And, but the most important thing was that I was doing something that I was passionate about. And one of the certifications I got um, a few years before I retired was yoga teacher certification. And that was like, okay, I'm, I'm warmer. And I started my business you know at least got the llc set up and the web page and i was teaching for free at the pme center mm-hmm. and what i found was that people who were coming to the pme center in the evenings they just i loved seeing them transform and they felt better in their bodies they felt ease and peace and calmness of mind and i thought my gosh if i could bottle this up somehow and teach this to people who might not ordinarily gravitate to the the physical practice of yoga, I think I'm on to something. And so that started, I was following my curiosity. So I, I, you could look back and go, gosh, you've wasted time getting this certification and that one. But I was following my curiosity and, and I eventually landed on something that I could grasp onto. So when I, when I made that decision consciously or unconsciously, if I could bottle this up in a curriculum and teach this to people who, you know, normally wouldn't gravitate toward this, what would that look like? And I shortly after that went to a personal development seminar where my mentor at, he wasn't my mentor at the time, but he was a a speaker at the seminar, Bob Proctor. He started talking about uh, the conscious and subconscious mind and goal achieving and how we're, typically we set goals based on what we've done in the past. So we look to, well, when I transition, what could I do? What skills do I have? What, you know, what education do I already have? But he kind of flipped that on its ear for me, instead of thinking about what could I do, changing it up to what do I want to do, regardless, like not even looking at the past, your past, really, it's irrelevant in terms of, What is it you're capable of doing? That flipped everything for me and understanding how our minds work and how our minds keep us stuck in the same routine and our same belief systems. And that can keep us doing more of the same things. So um, in a a really short amount of time after speaking with him, I made the transition. I told him, I'm going to have to retire in three years. I don't know what my purpose is. How do you know when you found it? And he offered me an opportunity to learn from him and not in three years, but three months later, I submitted my retirement and got it approved. And then within six months I replaced my income teaching what I teach.
1: No kidding. So can you get, what is the, what is the process because this is something that everybody getting out of the military, even, even military spouses, because it's a huge change for them too and a huge transition for the family when the service member gets out, you know, oh, we're finally going to be able to live where we want to live or whatever it may be. If if people getting out of the military can truly determine what it is they want to do, that would alleviate so many problems. You know, the loss of sense of purpose. Oftentimes the veteran suicide rate directly related to law, lack of sense of purpose Cause yeah. we don't know what we want to do when we get out. Sometimes we think we do, or sometimes we yeah. see where the opportunity is and we're like, well, I guess I'll just go do that. And so it yeah. might, it might fill, might pay the bills, but it doesn't, doesn't fulfill us. So yeah. How, how can people go through that process to figure out what it is that they, they really want to want to do?
0: Yeah. You have to, we are conditioned to be high achievers. You know, it, it service before self and excellence in all we do, um, some of our core values. And so we're driven to succeed and we're, we're in action doing things all of the time. But what I learned to do is the opposite of that and slow down and tap into myself. Instead of looking outside of myself to find purpose and fulfillment, I started diving into myself and, and asking those questions. Um, Just to give you a really brief snapshot in time, I mean, I was doing really well in my career from the outside looking in. I had it all together. Um, I was a master sergeant, got a special duty assignment, was going for my uh, graduate degree, taking care of my father who had terminal cancer. I was an additional duty first sergeant. My role was to take care of others. I was going through all of this stuff. I felt like my world was crumbling, but I never leaned on anyone else. I never asked for help. Most people didn't know that I was suffering. And I felt very lonely because I would give, 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 and I wanted to, but I never allowed myself to receive, and I'd never let anyone in. And so you wouldn't think that I was lonely and suffering because I was president of this organization and leading that one and on this committee and, you know, in the top three, I got promoted to E8 and E9 the first time each time very quickly, um, you know, after my father passed and he was living with us, I you know, I ran a marathon and raised money for cancer. Never did that before. I did the um, a figure competition, the half Ironman. I was always beating myself up. And the, the motivation behind those things was I'll run this marathon and then I won't feel fat. I'll get this advanced degree, then I won't feel stupid. I was looking for the accolades and things to fill me up but they were small goals. Again, from the outside looking in, they looked impressive, but I never had joy when I reached those goals. And so it wasn't until I um, I sought coaching and mentorship for myself, where I stopped doing all those things and I started taking time for myself to put myself first. So that's, that's first, that's step one, is you have to ask yourself the difficult questions and sit with them. So the first question I asked myself was, if I could have anything I wanted, there were no obstacles, what would I want? How would I wanna live? How would I wanna serve? And whatever bubbled up into my mind, I would journal about it. So I would spend at least 30 minutes, first thing in the morning, um, thinking about it. And some days nothing came out on paper. But I stayed with it. I was persistent, not in doing, because I was already good at doing things, but in sitting and being and allowing that information to pour out of me and onto paper. Because everyone knows, you all know what you want. It's inside of you. It's not out there. It's inside of you. But you have to be willing to do the work and be a human being instead of a human doing.
1: Wow. Okay. You just described most of the people in the military. So, all right, we're going to take a yep. quick break. Good stopping point. We'll be right back. Did you know with the More Rewards credit card from Navy Federal Credit Union, you can earn three times the points at supermarkets, food delivery, and gas, plus one point on everything else? Your rewards won't expire while your account is open, and you can redeem them for cash, travel, gift cards, and more. Plus, the More Rewards card is contactless, so you can make payments quickly and securely with just the tap of your card. Speaking of rewards... You can get a Navy Federal auto loan and reward yourself with a new car. Applying is easy. You can do it on their mobile app, online, or by phone, and it's so fast, you can get a decision in seconds. Right now, rates are as low as 1.79% APR. Plus, with Navy Federal's car buying service, powered by TrueCar, you can shop, compare, and save on your next new or used car. So, whether it's your first car or your dream car, Navy Federal can help you cruise into a monthly payment you can afford. At Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Open to the armed forces, the DOD, veterans, and their families. American Express is a registered service mark of American Express used by Navy Federal under license. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Rates subject to change and are based on credit worthiness. Rate available for new vehicles. Messages and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information and to apply. Okay, back talking with uh, Air Force veteran Laura Noel. So Laura, um, you were really getting into step one of this three-step process of finding out what we really want to do with our lives when we get out of the military. Yeah. Talk talk in a little more detail about, a little more specifics about walking through that first step.
0: So the first step is just giving yourself permission to dream, giving yourself permission to want. You know, I feel like when we are selfless beings, Sometimes we kind of squash that desire and we feel guilty for wanting, you know, and so giving yourself permission to want and carving that time out for yourself to be able to think and dream and use your imagination. And what I did was I was guided to write down every single day, imagine my life the way I would want it. Who am I with? What kind of things am I doing? What kind of personal life am I experiencing? How often am I working? Am I traveling? What kind of things am I doing when I'm working? Am I speaking with people? Am I online? So, you know, what kind of things am I buying? Like, allow yourself, give yourself permission. What kind of car or home am I living in or driving? Um, So... I would allow myself to imagine those things. And then every day I would write down a shopping list of things And I wouldn't allow myself to judge that shopping list. Oh, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to do that? Where's the money going to come from? If I found myself doing that, I would stop myself and nope, we're not doing that. I'm writing the list. And so over the course of a week or two, I just wrote this big shopping list of all the things that I would love to experience in my life. And then I whittled it down to one or two big things that I want. Um, A goal that is worthy of who I was. So pick a goal that is worthy of you, not a goal that you think you're worthy of based on your past experiences, your past mistakes, your past challenges. Those are irrelevant. Pick a goal that you want and that is exciting and scary at the same time. And you have no idea how you're going to get there. Sometimes if it can make you feel emotional, that's the right goal.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's a key point there is sometimes in establishing goals, we only write the goals down where we can already see the path to achieving the goal instead of just writing some crazy goal down with no idea how we're getting there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Goals are meant to grow you. It's not about the getting of the goal. It's about who you get to become along the way. Think about when I just shared my story about I was physically beating myself up, emotionally beating myself up, doing these high-level things, but I could see how to do those things. So there was no fulfillment and joy in them. I was doing them because I could. But when you set a goal based on your wants and desires, And it's exciting and scary at the same time. And you have no idea how you're going to get there. It's a different feeling. I'm much more focused now. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there, but when I'm faced with like shiny objects or squirrels, I know which squirrels to say no to and which (laughs) ones are in alignment with that vision. And I'm much less busy. I'm far more productive and far more fulfilled. So that's step one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the the busyness thing is something because sometimes a, a lot of veterans, when they get out, they're like, okay, I can finally do what I want to do. And then they wake up in the morning and they're like, or in the afternoon, they wake up and like, uh, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. This isn't working yeah. out like I thought it would. So, right. um, we're, we, we, because in the, we're, our, our schedules are driven for us in the military and we, think we're making decisions within those, within those um, guidance and all that when we are, but yet the the main tempo and pace of everything is always being set for us. And it, it's easy to take that for granted and you get out. And if you, you don't realize that's gone, um, suddenly you can really start floundering quick. Um, yeah.
0: And that's, yeah. And that's why you have to have, to, you have to carve out time for yourself first. So I would caution people, Don't get back into the, the human doing routine right after you transition, don't get into busy mode, stop and think it's it's essential, um, for you to connect with your purpose. So make that your job, make a couple hours a day or an hour a day, first thing in the morning to think, to journal, to ask yourself, what do I want? How do I want to serve? What are my beliefs? Now that I've had this goal, what are some of the beliefs that are popping up into my head that could stop me? Like, oh, I'm, I didn't grow up in an entrepreneurial family, or I don't know how, where's the money going to come from? Right. Those are your beliefs. Those are your paradigms that will keep you, pull you back into the status quo, even if you're not comfortable being there. But you know, step one is just to get clear, get clarity on the what, your purpose.
1: So after step one, the what, the purpose, Mm -hmm. take us through step two.
0: Yep. Um, Follow your curiosity. So what I teach people to do is instead of being driven by what we see, taste, touch, smell, and hear, things that are external from us, I'm teaching people how to tap into themselves and find the answers. They're not outside of you, they're inside. So tap in using your imagination. That's one of your mental faculties. The next thing is, is when you see yourself in that beautiful vision and that goal, that thing that you want to be, do, or have, and you can feel it, you'll have ideas and inspirations on maybe the first step to take. That is your intuition guiding you. That's another one of your mental faculties that we sometimes ignore. You know, that voice that says, bring the umbrella, it's going to rain, and we ignore it, and, and then we get poured on. So when you have when you're in the space and the feeling of your dream or your goal fulfilled and your purpose and you have an idea to contact somebody or to take a step or you know that first milestone that oh, this this would be great to get to this point that would be an alignment that is your intuition guiding you. And so I want you to listen to it. That is inspired action. So that's listening to your intuition and taking inspired action. So step 2 is Allowing your curiosity to bubble up and listening to it. That's step two.
1: And how do you capture that? Just by journaling you, it or writing it down?
0: You have to capture that in moments. Think about the ideas you have when you're in the shower yeah, or when you're that. going for a walk, right? Yeah. That's your intuition. Don't you have the best ideas then? Always. And so, yeah. And so you have to act on it immediately. Um, Napoleon Hill is, In his book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about, um, oh, I forget what chapter this is in, but he talks about your intuition and how you'll have an idea flash across the screen of your mind like an inspiration and failure to act on that idea will be the death of that idea. So how many times have you had a great idea and you're like, I'll remember it, and then you come back to it later and you can't remember it? Mm-hmm. So what I do is when I have an idea, you're going to have these ideas and flashes of inspiration toward your vision after you've, you feel relaxed and you're imagining it, or you're in a relaxed state, you know, maybe you've finished a yoga workout or a gym workout or a walk in nature, or just a fun time laughing with people you love and care about. You might have a great idea. Take an action step right then. I have my phone here. I have my notes and my voice memo. So sometimes if I'm driving, I might, you know, Siri voice memo and I speak it out. Um, That way it's captured and then I act on it right away.
1: Yeah. How many times have you like ever had an idea and you never acted on it? And like five years later, you you see like a product or a service actually doing what that idea was.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know it. I know (laughs) it. (laughs) But you know, um, what's interesting is this this played out for me in my transition. Okay. So I gave myself space, myself space to think and dream. And then I said, and then an idea came to me, gosh, if I could bottle this yoga stuff into a curriculum. So that, that was my curiosity. So then when I went to the personal development seminar and Bob Proctor was talking, I could feel it in every cell of my body. And I'm, I wasn't, outwardly a shy person, but I'm definitely an introvert. So for me to stand up in front of 500 people and take the microphone and say, how do you know when you found your purpose? That was a big deal for me, but Mm -hmm. I was compelled to do it. My intuition was guiding me. I have goosebumps right now. It was like somebody shot a flame under my seat and I shot up and I just acted. I didn't think that. And so that'll lead me into step three here. But Um, so that, that's an example of me taking the time, me being curious and saying, gosh, I wonder if I could bottle this up and then being open to when the curriculum showed up. That's it. That's it. Boom. Stand up, ask your question opportunity. Wow. And so
1: that leads us into step three.
0: Yeah. And that is making decisions like the person you want to become. So when Bob Proctor said, he asked me questions about my military service and what I was doing. And he's like, wow, we have a program that I think you would be really great at. Um, Give me your contact information and we'll connect after this. I didn't know what he was offering. I I didn't know what it would cost. I didn't know what this meant. I just said, yes, he probably thought I was crazy. Uh, He's like, I'm just asking her for our contact information. But I was like, (laughs) I'm all in. (laughs) I already know it. Well, um, long story short, I had the opportunity to get certified in his curriculum. And then I was asked if I wanted to do one-on-one coaching with him within three months. This is crazy. Uh, I was earning six figures in Hawaii at that time. I spent that much on my personal development, my training and my one-on-one coaching with him. Um, yep. And that was freaking scary because I've never invested in myself like that, but, I was making decisions like not the person that was earning the income that I was earning then, not as Chief Master Sergeant Laura Noel, but as CEO of my company, Laura Noel, who invests in herself and in her mindset and in her education and in her business processes. I did that. And within less than a year, I tripled my income as an E9 living in Hawaii. I got it back and then some. And I was giving in a big way that I, I crafted who I wanted to be. And even though my physical um, bank account and my income didn't support that, I made that decision and then the income followed.
1: Why is it most people look at the income first instead of acting like making the decisions like the person you, you want to become?
0: we've been conditioned to do that. So we've, we've been conditioned, uh, even as little kids, like, you know, if you, mom, I want that. Oh yeah, well, how are you going to get it? We've been conditioned to set goals like that. We, we will set a goal only usually if we can see all the steps and how we can get it. And then we set it. We've been conditioned to believe that's how you set goals. But if we think like that, we can only take us as far as our level of awareness will take us. And we are made of energy. We are energy in a body. So if you are a scientist, you would say there's a power flowing to and through us. There's enough power in our pinky that could light up a couple of city blocks. You can look at it... it, Aura pictures, in photography, the energy that's, you know, a glistening beam of light that we're energy. We're made up of energy. If you're a theologian, you would say that's spirit flowing to and through us. So we have no idea what we're capable of doing. We're energy in a body and we only use a small amount of our brain power and our energy. So we can only go as far as our level of know-how will take us. And we think when we're setting goals, we're, we're doing, we're growing, but we're basing those goals on what we've done in the past. But we really have to open ourselves up to a different way of thinking and, and step into the unknown, get clear on who we want to be and then break through that, that discomfort and break through that, you know, that comfort zone and just, and, and, have trust and faith. I mean, it that's, really uh, is. Yeah.
1: So somebody that's, that's going through a transition, mm-hmm. if they go through this three-step process, how long would it typically take? What kind of time do you really got to dedicate to this?
0: You know, when I'm working with people, I work with them over the period of six months to a year. Um, and when I started, things shifted dramatically for me in three months but it's because I was very clear on who I wanted to be and what I wanted. I'd never had that kind of clarity before. I also understood what are the beliefs that I hold on to? Like the, I'm not good enough. I've never done this before. I don't have the money. I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't have the education. I was like um, a degree hoarding kind of person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but knowing more doesn't mean you'll do more. And so when I got clear on what I wanted and I understood what are the paradigms or limiting beliefs that I have personally, and I decided to change them. Well, what would I rather believe? That's not supportive of the goal that I want and the money that I want to earn. Um, I, I changed them. I reprogrammed my subconscious mind and I got help doing that. When I did that in three months, things shifted dramatically for me. I was going to retire in three years. And going through this, I was at work at lunch and I was thinking through um, some of this material. And I went, oh, and I pushed away from my uh, desk and then I went to my computer and I was like, retire <laughs> and it, it just felt natural. Wow. Yeah.
1: No kidding. So what comes after the three-step process?
0: So when you're making decisions, like you got, like the person you want to become, you have to be persistent in your thinking. Um, understand that everything is energy. Now, Einstein said, everything, there's everything is energy. That's all there is to it match the frequency to the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. This is not philosophy. This is physics. So all of the people who Napoleon Hill, Andrew Carnegie, people that were involved in think and grow rich or the science of getting rich, they're talking about energy and being in alignment with that, which you want. So if you think about energy, um, when you're in a group of people and somebody who's in a negative mood walks in the room you can feel their energy. You might not understand what it is, but you know you don't want to be around that person. And it can seemingly be like they're attracting more negative things. Mm -hmm. You know, negative thoughts attract more negative thoughts, and then that attracts results. But energy is a place. Your goal is a level of energy. And in order for you to reach that goal, you have to align your energy first with the goal. Instead of thinking you know, um, once I have that goal, then I'll do the things that entrepreneurs do. And then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. What I want you to do is I'm going to become that person now and start doing those things. And then I'll have those things. It's, you have to think in the opposite way and manage your mindset. That's the most important thing because that's your point of attraction. That's where ideas and creativity come from.
1: Wow. Well, hey, Laura, getting close to the end of our time. How do we find you?
0: Well, I have a, uh, a web page just for your audience. So if you go to stretchintosuccess.com backslash veteran, uh, you'll find all kinds of free resources there. You can download a, a PDF to kind of get you started with some of these mindset changing techniques. Um, I do free workshops so you can get the latest, whether it's the next event or you're on the waiting list to attend one in the future, or you can book a call with me. We can have virtual coffee and get you pointed in the right direction and I'll answer any questions you have.
1: Awesome. Well, Laura, thanks for sharing your personal story, your career, your transition and your success in entrepreneurship. And we look forward to your future success.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: You bet. Absolutely. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike.